Hey guys, it's Girl Mike Panna, the Binding Warrior Podcast. Today is your Finish Strong Friday episode of the week. So as I'm recording this, uh, we are actually nearing the end of Filipino American History Month. Now, if you guys aren't familiar or aware, uh, October is Filipino American History Month. And this is the month where uh, individuals like myself and the community uh, spread the issues and the uh, kind of the topics and, and, and uh, situations regarding Filipino Americans and Filipino American history in this country. It is a big month for me because I am a Filipino American. It's something I'm very passionate about. And my, you know, my profession really is teaching martial arts, specifically the Filipino martial arts. And so I'm really embedded in this uh, Filipino American culture and this Filipino American propagation of our culture. And the topic for today's episode was inspired by one of my kuyas in my uh, Filipino-American community, Darvi. I hope you're listening to this. If you know who Darvi is, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Uh, I think pretty much he's, everyone knows Darvi. <laughs> pretty much, especially if you grew up in the New York, New Jersey area, you know who he is. So Darvi, if you listen to this, this was inspired by you. And uh, it's basically, if you guys followed me on Instagram, uh, I posted a meme. It was an older meme from a few years ago, but it was a meme. It was the, it was the Joey, and, uh, Joey and Phoebe friends meme. And if you guys have seen this, I'm not going to explain what it is. Just Google what I'm talking about. Just type in like Phoebe, Joey, friends meme, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. But essentially, it was a tongue-in-cheek kind of a half... Well, I would say half. I was just joking, but in a sense, I was somewhat serious um, about this issue regarding Filipino cultural organizations and them basically becoming hip-hop dance crews, right? And that they're not really embracing their culture or promoting their culture as much as they are promoting their hip-hop dance crews. And I, I'm saying this from personal experience as a guy who grew up in the Filipino-American community. Uh, growing up, all I wanted to do was Filipino martial arts, and so I was really embedded in the Filipino-American community. But as I looked around me, the vast majority of my friends that I grew up with, and even to this day, the vast majority of my Filipino-American friends that I grew up with were very much embedded in the hip-hop culture and the hip-hop uh, dance culture specifically. And I remember growing up, going to Filipino parties, Filipino-American parties, and all the Filipino-American kids would be breakdancing, they'd be trying to freestyle, they'd be doing all these things. And I remember, you know, watching this growing up, and I wasn't really, I'll be honest, growing up in my naive, youthful state, I wasn't happy about it. Because at the time, hip-hop was relatively new in a sense, right, like in terms of a mainstream music culture. And the hip-hop that I saw my kuyas listening to and and uh, that was being propagated in my community the lyrics were very vulgar very focused on violence very focused on misogyny and all these things and i know it sounded like an old fart talking about it but it just didn't jive with me something in my heart said that it, at the time it was wrong and as i've gotten older i've actually come to change my mind greatly about it i i, I actually listen to a lot of hip-hop now that i'm older mostly the, the hip-hop that i was actually once against in my youth and I, I recognize it as a beautiful art form and i recognize it as a great form of poetry and um storytelling and that's how i kind of listen to it now um but the hip-hop dance culture is something i'm very not involved with um even though again growing up hip-hop dance was a huge part of my community um in fact uh the filipino league at seton hall uh seton hall university my old stomping grounds my old filipino cultural organization we actually had the very first hip-hop dance competition among all the intercollegiate all of the uh, filipino organizations in the area that's how big hip-hop was in our community uh when i was growing up and it still is and as far as i know and again i was going through college and seeing this kind of what I viewed at the time as an overemphasis of hip-hop dance in our culture and uh, in our community at the expense of understanding and embracing our roots as Filipino-Americans, as Filipinos in this country. And so I made this meme again kind of like 
you know, why is it that all these Filipino cultural organizations are calling themselves cultural, calling themselves cultural organizations, when in reality all they're doing is teaching hip hop dancing, right? And a lot of people really jived with this. There's a lot of guys in the community that when they saw this post I made, they really jived with it. But my, my buddy Darvi, my old friend Darvi, actually, in, in, a, in, the way, in a righteous way, in a older brother Kuya way, called me out on it. Because if you guys don't know, Darvi is actually a figurehead in the hip-hop community in the East Coast. If you are involved in hip-hop dancing in any form, shape, or fashion, my buddy Darvi is one of the guys that everyone knows. And... You know, he made it very clear to me that, you know, Filipinos have, are good at dancing. It's one of our skill sets. It doesn't make it wrong. And, you know, Filipinos are supposed to be social. And hip-hop is one of the ways that we do it, right? And so I, I really got to thinking, and he really began to change my perspective on it. Although I had to stand my ground on certain things, um, I really did see where he was coming from. And I really appreciated his insight because, I, again, he's one of the older brother figures in my life that I respect dearly. And he is embedded in this Filipino hip-hop community uh, greatly but I want to talk about hip-hop right I kind of give you the background of where I kind of stand on it my experiences with it but I want to talk about hip-hop and its relation to our Filipino American community both the pros and the cons and where I think it fits as well as some of the things I think that are kind of I don't want to say misled with it or kind of wrong with it but I think there is a tendency to overemphasize it in our community and I want to talk about that today so again, I gave you the background of where, I, of where I've experienced with it. Let, let's talk about what I think about hip-hop in our Filipino-American community. I'm going to give you my full, honest opinion about what I think about it now as a uh, Filipino-American man uh, here in this country now. I think it's great. <laughs> I think hip-hop in our community, I think these hip-hop dance groups have really excelled. These Filipino-American hip-hop dance groups have really excelled. If you remember that show, America's Best Dance Crew on MTV back in the day, uh, back in like 2006, 2007, that show was monumental and it was a game changer for the hip-hop dance community. And the vast majority of these dance crews had Filipinos in it. Some of them, like the Jabberwockies, were pretty much Filipino, right? And Filipinos have really excelled in it. And I think it's fantastic that we are excelling in something. And the, the thing with me is that if a Filipino is excelling in anything that is artistic or worthwhile, I'm one of those guys who's proud of them. Like I cheer them on, right? Even though I am by no means a hip hop guy or hip hop dancer. Um, I think it's fantastic. Joe Coy's recent special, In His Elements, In My Elements, I think that was called, on Netflix, check it out. Um, frankly, I wasn't a huge fan of the, the show overall. Or no, probably gonna get some detractors from that from saying that but I loved his intention and I loved what he was doing especially when it came to the scene where the uh, he was talking about the hip hop dance crews in the Philippines I thought it was phenomenal I thought that was so inspiring because he took these kids from the hood of the Philippines these really rough areas and he sh these kids love hip hop right and they were dancing and they were so good at it right and I was so inspired by that and I thought that was so great, and I, I really admire Joe Coy for his love and his intentions of, the, uh, of promoting Filipino-American culture, promoting our Filipino-American community. He's done such a great job, and I think it's really important to note that, that what he did. And again, he was showcasing hip-hop. Again, I think hip-hop is fantastic. I think it's great, a great outlet. I think it's a great form of expression for those in our community because I think it really jives with a lot of people in our community. And historically, Filipinos have always been good dancers. I think I'm like the one guy who can't dance. Maybe it's because I haven't tried it. 
or excelled in it. Because my mom says every single time I try to dance, I just look like I'm fighting. <laughs> right? So I just never did it, did it. But Filipinos historically have always been good at arts, at the arts, singing and dancing notably, right? And when the Spanish came to Batangas, where my mother's from, the records in Batangas from the Spanish show that they were admired the dancing and singing ability of the Batangueños and the Batangueñas. They, they really embraced that. They really appreciated that. And so I think it's something that we need to embrace again. I think it's something that we need to embrace again. And hip hop is just one of those means. Um, and so again, I have nothing against the hip hop dance community. I have nothing against hip hop dance as an art form. I have nothing but respect for those guys who grind day in and day out in those dance studios, grinding and working together to create amazing, beautiful dance sequences. I think it's great. And I think from a, as a martial artist, I can definitely appreciate it because again, there's such beauty and aesthetic to it uh, from the martial arts perspective. The, uh, some of the best fighters I know, Darvi, you're one of them, if you're listening to this, um, <laughs> hip hop dancers. <laughs> Right, um, some of the best um, of martial arts I know uh, that I've trained under uh, have hip hop dance backgrounds. Uh, Tuan Carl Atienza would tell me that back in the day he used to break dance, and I could see it in his movement. He's amazing, right? Um, so, again, I think it's great. However, I have to draw a line in the sand somewhere because far too many of these Filipino cultural organizations. Notably the collegiate ones, especially the ones that I see on social media. They are very, again, I, I, I like what they're doing with hip-hop. I like what they're doing. But they're overemphasizing it. Almost to the point of forsaking teaching about our, histor- our history. Teaching about our native art forms. Teaching about our dance, our native dance forms. Right? And it could be argued. I think Darby made a really good argument. He was like, well, you know, hip-hop's not Filipino, but neither is, you know, technically, you know, the, uh, the Filipino dances. A lot of them are are Spanish influenced. They're Muslim influenced. They're not really Filipino. And a lot of people said that to me. It wasn't just him. There's a lot of people who wrote back to me saying this. And I kind of want to talk about that for a second because we need to understand those are, yes, they are influenced by the Spanish and influenced by the Muslim empires and stuff like that. They aren't technically, you know, Filipino, right, in the pure sense. But we have to remember that those dances were created as a means of hiding Filipino warrior movements, right, under the guise of colonialism. On to, to make the uh, colon- colonizers believe that we were just going along with a program. But in reality, a lot of these uh, cultural dance forms, Tinikling, Sinkil, um, you know, uh, you, you name it, all these different Filipino dance forms, Pandango Sa Ilao, all of these forms were designed to hide blade movements, takedowns, uh, grappling movements, warrior movements, so the Filipinos could preserve their culture. So these dances, yes, they weren't, I agree with the, with, with the point, they aren't... Um, they aren't natively Filipino. They are influenced by the colonizers. However, they were designed and created to preserve our culture. As far as I've seen, hip hop has not done that. It hasn't done that, at least not yet. And I think it can. Maybe my son's generation would do it. I get a lot of questions. You know, what would you do if your son was a hip hop dancer? I'd be like, that would be awesome. Because <laughs> that's not a skill set I have. I don't have it. And I think it would be great because it could only help him athletically. It could teach him discipline. It could teach him coordination. It could teach him all these things. I'm not against it at all. But again, uh, these Filipino native dances, although they are not natively Filipino, they were designed to preserve our culture, to defend our culture. Hip-hop, as far as I have seen, has not done that. It's almost this distinct art form that's kind of taken a life and a culture all on its own. It does not preserve our history it has not at least not now i'm not saying it can't happen i'm just saying as far as i've seen and as far as the people i've spoken to who are involved in the hip-hop community it, it, it's not for that it's distinct it's like a distinct culture within the community that's it's separate 
And so where I draw the line personally is where I believe that these collegiate organizations, these Filipino organizations, they are focused so much on these hip hop dance groups and forming a popular hip hop dance group that they don't focus on their own culture. In fact, I, uh, from my personal experience in my old collegiate days, I remember attending collegiate Filipino meetings, not just in my own stomping grounds at Seton Hall, but other places, they didn't know anything about the Watsonville riots. They didn't know anything about the Delano, the great Delano Delano, uh, protests, right? They didn't know any of those things. They didn't understand the struggles of our World War II veterans, our, our, our Lolos who served in World War II. They didn't know any of these things. They didn't know anything about Filipino martial arts. They didn't even know more. They probably didn't even know one cultural dance, a lot of these groups. Right, at least at the time, and what I'm seeing right now, that's all I see the emphasis on. Right, so again, I don't want to offend the hip hop community, but we also have to call it for what it is. Right, hip hop's a great thing. I just went over that, but the culture needs to be preserved blatantly, explicitly. Right, we need to understand, you know, the the history of our culture. We need to understand the preservation of it, the importance of its preservation as it is, and not confusing it with hip hop dancing. Because again, there's nothing wrong with it, but if all you're doing is pushing hip hop in your cultural organization, if that is 90% of your meetings, if that's 90% of what you're pushing on social media, frankly, you're not a cultural organization anymore. You're a hip hop dance group, which is awesome, fantastic, but it's not a hip hop dance group. It's not a cultural organization, it's a hip hop dance group. My apologies. So, we need to call it for what it is. Again, I have nothing against the hip hop community, far from it. I have nothing but respect and admiration for those involved in it, especially those in our Filipino American community who have done such great things and made great strides in it and have succeeded in it. I I commend them wholeheartedly um, and I respect it so much. And again, if my sons decided to be part of a collegiate hip hop dance crew, I'd be so proud of them. I mean that sincerely. However, there is a line that I need to draw And that is, if I look at your social media page and I go to your meetings and you are frankly doing nothing but hip hop dancing for weeks at a time, even for the full year, and that is all you're pushing, don't call yourself a Filipino cultural organization. Call yourself a a hip hop dance group, but don't make the mistake of labeling yourself as a Filipino cultural organization where 90% of your meetings are rehearsing for a hip hop dance sequence, talking about the next hip hop competition you're gonna be in. that's, that doesn't make you a, a, a cultural organization anymore, right? Now, some of the organizations that I've seen that have done a really good job of this, they've actually created like two distinct organizations, right? So you'll see a, 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 a Filipino cultural organization and that Filipino cultural organization will have its own separate entity, a separate organization within it of, of a dance crew. I think that's great. <laughs> but those groups are few and far between. And I think it's really important that we understand the distinction there. I think it's very important that we understand the uh, the role that Filipino uh, culture and Filipino hip-hop have and that they are two distinct things. Now, again, what I would love to see, now, what would I want to see in 20 years, you know, when my sons are grown up? What would I want to see? What I would like to see is an emphasis on hip-hop and its connection to Filipino culture. Now, what do I mean by that? There's a lot of commonality between the hip-hop culture and the Filipino culture, right? I think that's why so many Filipinos uh, jive with it. It's rhythmic. It's very uh, dynamic. Uh, my good friend in uh, the Filipino martial arts, Joey Morana, Guru Joey, I hope you're listening to this. He's, from, he's based out of Baltimore, Maryland. Lacoste FMA, look him up, train with him. Uh, he's a dear friend of mine. And uh, I remember at Sayakali Sama Sama in Los Angeles, when he, we were both training in the system of Sayakali, he told me that um, 
hip hop and Filipino martial arts are very linked. And that Filipino martial arts is almost like freestyle rapping, right? And, it, it, and I thought that was such a great metaphor because it's so true because there's this informality about it, but there's also this beauty and expression within it. And I think hip hop has that. And I think Filipino culture has that and in, the, in its dance forms and its martial arts and everything. What I would personally like to see in 20 years, I would love to see hip hop dance groups integrating Filipino dance movements into it. That's what I would love to see. I would love to see that. I would love to see the connection of, you know, the history of hip hop culture in the Bronx, how it came up from poverty, how it was developed in, in, uh, in a violent era, this hip hop culture, and how it relates to the struggles and the violence and the, and the, and the poverty stricken culture of the Philippines. I would love to see those connections and discussion. I think there's so much commonality in that. Again, I, I don't think, I, I think there's a lot more that we can do to integrate the two, but it has to be done right. And up to this point, it has not been done right. So again, I think hip hop definitely has a place in our community but not at the expense of its overemphasis, not at the expense of forsaking our native culture and our native art forms and our history and forgetting about our history in pursuit of it. I think instead what we need is a middle ground. I think that the hip-hop community, the Filipino-American hip-hop community specifically, needs to, if, there's, if it's seeking to be a cultural organization, should find ways to integrate hip-hop and traditional art form. Right, and there's a, a comp- there's a uh, media Filipino media company called One Down. I'll probably see if I can share it on my story later, on Instagram. But they did a beautiful job of integrating Filipino native dances with modern hip hop dance. I thought, and, and it, it went viral. I think it's a great video. I saw it like four or five years ago. It still gives me chills when I see it to this day. I think it's great. Um, we need more of that, right? Again, hip hop and Filipino culture can mix, but they need to be done at the for the goal of propagating our native culture, not. In not shadowing it, not eclipsing it, which I feel a lot of these cultural organizations have kind of done, right? So again, Darby, thank you for the inspiration for this podcast episode. Guru Joey, <laughs> I knew I'd talk about you in a hip-hop episode one day, and I'm thankful for you. Um, I really hope you guys close out Filipino-American History Month strong. Take care, God bless, and be the hero in your life.